Eddie, what's going on? What's good, big dog? We're out here. We're out here. Actually, I'm recording in San Antonio tonight. It's a beautiful day out here if uh, anyone that lives in Texas. The last couple of days has been gorgeous, so we've been outside a lot. The weather's been phenomenal. It's not too hot this time. So you're staying in a hotel tonight then? Yeah, yeah. I traveled up here for work. Hopefully it can be my side job after this podcast takes off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right now I'm just up here in San Antonio for work. That hotel doesn't by chance have a 13th floor, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm actually on the third, though. I don't even think they do that anymore. I don't even, I don't even remember the last time I saw a hotel that tall, honestly, unless it's downtown somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Like Hotels go from floor 12 to floor 14 because of like uh, yeah, all the... Bad juju. Yeah, yeah. So so last episode was episode 12. So oh, are we on episode, so is this 14? Are we on episode 13 or are we on episode 14? I'm not really sure, you know? I don't know. So. I kind of think we should put episode 14 <laughs> now that you said it. Right. Exactly. Because you can't bring that to existence and then not go 14. So welcome to episode 14, guys. Welcome 13. Those are rookie 14. numbers. You got to get your numbers up. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, the iPhone went from 14. 7 to 10, so I think we can go from, from 12 to 14. Yeah, so here we are back again for week four. Yeah, man. And uh, this week has been kind of crazy. They got the COVID going on now. Uh, if you guys saw, there was like eight people on the Titans. But uh, obviously the Vikings were playing them last week, so we'll see what's going to happen there. I heard it was three players and then five. Uh... Well, let's get into these games, though. Um, let, the, let the pros be pros. Let the professionals take care of that. We take care of uh, just talking about the sport. Thursday night, we got the Denver Broncos at the New York Jets. This might this line might have changed since I wrote it down, but the New York Jets are three-point underdogs. That was with Jeff Driscoll starting. Now, Brett Rippon is starting for the Broncos. So we haven't seen him. He just got promoted from the practice squad. So we'll see what happens. Apparently the Broncos didn't like Jeff Driscoll as much as we did. So they're moving on. And then Sam Darnold. So this is just the game of the juggernaut quarterback, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) This is about the only situation where you could get me to choose a different team for survivor pool. Other than the team playing the Jets, <laughs> like sure. I am right. not taking the Broncos this week. So Jets three point underdogs. Who are you gonna go with at, at New York? Oh, at New York, <sighs> I'm gonna have to ride with Br just because I got him on my 16er. I'm gonna go Broncos, even though they probably they ain't gonna win. But Broncos, you know, I'm gonna go with the Broncos too. If there were any scenario that the Jets, the best could player win on the game. field is probably Melvin Gordon. And the best player on the field second is probably Noah Fant. So I'll start there. And the third best is probably Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So. And the best quarterback in this game might be the dude whose name we can't even pronounce. So, so moving on, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, next game we got the Colts at the Bears. The Bears are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. And uh, they just changed their quarterback. Nick Foles came in. He's going to be the starter the rest of the season. For Nick Foles, there was this quote that the the Bears receivers coach had. He was talking about like uh, this back shoulder throw that Foles threw to one of their receivers, and uh, he threw it before the guy even broke on his route, so the receiver wasn't uh, ready for it. And then he was asked about it after the game, 
And the receivers coach was like, yeah, that's that's not something we've seen the last two or three years. So we're really going to have to become prepared for it because and it was kind of just a shot at Trubisky. Like, man, he just is maybe he just doesn't anticipate and all that. And I, I think they're pretty sold on Foles the rest of the season. Yeah, no. And, and that that's exactly it, man. Uh, Trubisky, he's from our hometown, literally hometown sports. Trubisky is almost the exact. Yeah, I'm in Trubisky's hometown right now, so. Right, and so I don't want to talk too much on Trash Bisky, but he uh, he he just had man, the confidence or something, man. There's something about his confidence. Just just play ball, man. Just play ball. Like, he's doing too much, man. Running backs, we got Jonathan Taylor, who's the number 15 back in standard. All the numbers I give you are in standard leagues because that's, that's what we like, and so that's that's what I looked up, so. Taylor's the number 15 back. He's got 38 points. Naheem Hines, he's the number 29. And that was basically just because of his first game that was so awesome. And then Montgomery's the number 22. And he's got 31 and a half points. I think Taylor's going to move up from 15. He's at 15 now, but I think he's going to keep moving up and up as the season goes along. So David Montgomery, he's closer to... Low-end RB2 flex-type guy. Most weeks will be solid, but sometimes he will struggle, as he did last week. The receivers in this game, for the Colts, their receivers are hurt probably more than anybody's but the the Eagles. Pittman's out for a couple weeks. I'm not sure what's wrong with him, but he's I think he's out indefinitely. Paris Campbell's out for a long time. He might be out for the season, too. Yeah, Paris and Campbell's Jack- about done. Yeah, Jack Doyle's missed a couple games. So I, I do feel like T.Y. Hilton's got some value coming up. He, right now, he only has uh, 10 receptions, 133 yards through three games. But with all those injuries, man, I think he's going to... He may not be a league winner like I was uh, calling for at the beginning of the year, but who knows? Who knows? It's all about the stats. I still have a chance to be right with all these injuries. Yeah, where you drafted him, he's probably not going to be great. But maybe right now, if you trade for him, I think he's like a, a big buy low candidate. Last year, before he got hurt, he was the wide receiver 13. I mean, that's pretty good. I don't know about that's you, but I would take idea. that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I looked at him. Like, man, I, might tra- I actually sent a trade for him today. I didn't go through, but, you know, I tried. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have um, to check that out in, my, in a couple of my leagues. Oh, Alan Robinson, Anthony Miller. Robinson's the number 21 on the season. Anthony Miller's the number 28 wide receiver on the season, which I was kind of impressed by considering he had zero points week two. But Allen Robinson, he's fifth in targets right now. His problem has been those low-quality targets coming from Trubisky, though. So now now with Foles under center, I really do think both of these guys are going to really jump up. Allen Robinson, if you can get him right now, I think he's kind of a buy low too, but well, I think he probably ish, missed yeah. the boat on that. Yeah. You should have traded for him during all that uh that contract BS. Here's a decent question. The tight ends in this game. We got Mo Alley Cox, the number seven tight end. He's got twenty four point one points on the season. Jimmy Grant is the number six tight end with twenty eight point three. Who would you rather have rest of season? You going Mo the new guy, Mo Alley Cox, or you going the the crafty old vet, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I gotta go, Mo Ali. I he was uh he was up there on my waivers and things like that, but I just couldn't figure out a way to pull the trigger on him. 
Jimmy Graham hasn't been in my sights for six years. So you're saying give you Mo Alley, give you less Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes uh, that old crafty, it don't work sometimes. Right. Who you got in this game? Bears are two and a half point dogs at home. Dude, I am not taking the Bears. I'm not. <laughs> I can't. I'm tired of it. I don't, they, they're like, I was talking to somebody on, uh, he was on Facebook the other day, not on the, not on our uh, hometown sports show Facebook, which y'all should go follow and, uh, man, interact. Everyone that's on their uh, company, man. <laughs> but, um, Man, she, she, the girl was saying, she was like, oh, wow, like, yeah, like the Bears, yeah, they're 3-0. And I was like, have you been watching the same games I've been watching? Just because it says 3-0, they are 0-3. They're the most 0-3 team. I don't know. They're no, no better than the Falcons. I know that. Like, they're the opposite of the Falcons. The Falcons should be 3-0, and the Bears should be 0-3, 100%. Somehow they've came back. I mean, a W is a W, a win is a win. But they're not they're not good. Not good at all. Next game, Saints at Lions. Drew Brees, he's got six touchdowns and one pick on the season. 18th rated uh, QB, averaging 17.8 points a game. Basically, it seems like the cutoff, you want to be about 20 points a game or, uh, or you're not startable. Stafford, Easy. he's got five touchdowns, two interceptions. He's the number 20 quarterback on the season. But he just got his best weapon back in Kenny Galladay. So I think the both of these guys are going to be moving up the charts. That might be a buy low too, man. Yeah, man. I bet you you could get Stafford basically for free. Yeah. As as long as the person has another quarterback, they're probably starting another the other quarterback. Probably a lot of like Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Cam Newton, Matthew Stafford, stuff like that. He's basically expendable, so you could, pr- you could probably snag him. Running backs in this game, it's so funny because one team's running back is unbelievable, and then the other you just want to run away from like your hair is on fire. Uh, we got Alvin Kamara. He's the number one back in standard leagues. He's got 79.8 points. I think that's 10 points above uh, the number two running back. Kamara, if you picked him, you got him probably... F- Number four, and you're just looking like a juggernaut right now. The other team, we got Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, and Carrion Johnson. We've talked about this so much, and I, I don't really know what else there is to say. Got to go AP, and if not, just run away from this yeah. game. If you ain't got AP, don't play nobody and just try to find somebody else, period. Yeah, I got Swift on the bench in maybe one or two leagues, and that's where he belongs. I I think there's a chance by the end of the season he could become something, but you cannot play him. Yeah, and I'm you tired have, of like, being there's the dead horse of uh, the Lions running back situation. Play Adrian Peterson until proven elsewise, and like, yeah, and don't even talk about. It. Don't maybe you can maybe you can buy low. That's the only thing that you can say probably about this backfield. Buy low on uh, on Johnson or Swift, but that's still a gamble. But other than that, play Adrian Peterson or bust. Yep. Moving on. Receivers, have you uh, heard anything about Michael Thomas and his availability this week? No, I mean, I he's, he's questionable right now, but uh, it seems like he's going to come back. It, it seems like from everything that I was reading that he should he should come back. He's still questionable on uh, ESPN Fantasy Leagues, but it seems like he should be coming back. Ian Rappaport tonight tweeted that he was back at practice. 
he's got to prove that he's not at risk of re-injury to play, but that is a step in the right direction. If he's playing, you got to play him. I mean, Kenny G last week was his first game back 56 yards and a touchdown must play the rest of the year as, as long as he's healthy. Cause he finished as a top 10 receiver last year. So really all you got to say about him, Marvin Jones, Emmanuel Sanders, Marvin Jones, I'm glad that he's at least back in his position. We've all, we've talked about that a couple times where if uh, a main guy's out, it kind of moves everybody up and it kind of throws off the offense. And Marvin Jones kind of a better second banana than a first banana. So I'm glad he's uh, back in that spot. Number 50 wide receiver on the season. So probably not. I, I would try to avoid playing him right now until he proves that he's worth playing. You know, flex type guy. Yeah, but if you have a situation where you need, yeah, if you have a situation because you're gonna miss out on that four touchdowns, you're gonna be sick, and he ain't gonna <laughs> get that all the time. But that's the type yeah. of dude that he is. That's the type of dude he is. He's a Will Fuller type guy. Like if you have any piece of your body that wants to play him, you better play him. Like because I'm telling you, you're gonna be sick if you because he's not gonna win you or lose you the week. He's gonna get you about. Uh, seven, or six, five, yeah, four. Yeah, he, he's matter. averaging about six and a half points a, a week. So, because who are you gonna, who else are you gonna play? Uh, a running back like David Montgomery, that's not gonna win you the week either, man. So get you that upside with a player like Marvin Jones. I mean, that's why he goes where he goes. You know, for that and, for that level of uh, receiver, nobody's got more potential for touchdowns than Marvin Jones at all. Tight ends, Jared Cook. And TJ Hawkinson in this game. TJ Hawkinson's kind of been killing it this year. They're pretty close, but uh, TJ Hawkinson's kind of turning into like a bit of a high floor player this year. I I think he's got a lot of room to improve too. If you got him, you're probably starting him eighth overall at the position through three weeks. Cook, I think Cook really is super like really helped by Michael Thomas coming back. So that's good news for him if Thomas plays. If not, try to look elsewhere. Who you got in this one? We got Detroit four-point underdogs against the Saints. Only four point? That's crazy. But I'm going Lions, man. I'm, I, I, I even know that I think Drew Brees is uh, one of my guys. But with Galladay, uh, look, out for, look out for that three-banger by uh, Marvin Jones. I want to pick the Saints, but I feel like this is one where I would end up regretting that. And the Lions just are kind of that team, man. You can never get them right. So I'm going to... I'm going to pick them, and then they're going to lose by 15. So, Cardinals and Panthers, another home dog. Panthers are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Kyler, he's a top-five QB so far this year, basically because of the rushing yards. He's first among quarterbacks in rushing yards and touchdowns. He's got 187 yards on the ground with four touchdowns. Four touchdowns through the air and five interceptions so far. So, I didn't know that was going to be a problem. Kenyon Drake, so many people just talk smack on Kenyon Drake right now, and I get it. Including us. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you just try to make it seem like we're not part of the group? <laughs> yeah, could the Kenyon Drake hate stop, please? Come on, guys. I haven't had anything great to say about him for a while, but, uh, you know, number 24 running back in standard leagues. I mean, that's the last spot in RB2, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's the lowest end RB2 you can get. So it is what it is. Not what you were hoping for when uh, you drafted him, but like I said in the last episode, that's why I didn't draft him. 
I, I do think he'll he'll move up these rankings a little bit, though. I don't know. Running back on the other team, we got Mike Davis. I think he's a pretty solid play. I mean, I, apparently he's getting that work. I really didn't think he was going to, but... I ain't buying into that shit, though. Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad I don't have him on any of my teams because you probably didn't play him last week, and now you're going to be sitting here like, oh, i got to play Mike Davis, right? Wrong you are, sir. Receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, number five in standard scoring. Tied with Keenan Allen for first in targets so far, which doesn't surprise me, but it kind of surprises me that he's tied with Keenan Allen. He's doing a lot better than I thought he was going to do this year after he switched teams. Not you, really. I mean, you had him in your top five. I mean, I had him seven. I just didn't think he was just going to be prolific like this. I think he's probably going to be in contention for the number one fantasy receiver this year. Oh, must start. Of course, must start, hands down. Who do you think is the long-term number two receiver in Arizona? You think it's Isabella or you think it's Kirk? Because I know you've been a Kirk guy. Larry Fitzgerald, probably, honestly. Honestly. Like, Christian Kirk got me about sad. Isabella was already the one on, like, the (laughs) back burner. sad. Like, yeah, I'd honestly have to go probably Fitzgerald seriously, not even trying to joke or try to make some hot take. Uh, is I mean, and then if I had to go with this, who the second one would be, uh, Isabella, man. I don't know what happened, but they don't seem to like Kirk at all anymore. I don't know if he, uh, spit in someone's food <laughs> or what, man. <laughs> like, they aren't giving him no love. He's been hurt. I, and I don't even know if that's like conspiracy. He might not even be hurt. Who knows? Because he just disappeared. uh, out of arizona man out of nowhere seems like this week is gonna be that christian kirk week (laughs) just one of those weird fantasy things where kirk isabella and fitzgerald are all like probably about like wide receiver 50 or almost even a little later 90 and yeah they're they're almost all almost worth owning and one of them's gonna have a decent week every single week but best of luck trying to pick which one of them it's gonna be yeah Panthers receivers, DJ Moore right now, he's the number 31 receiver, and Robbie Anderson's number 12. I really do think DJ Moore is kind of going to turn it on. His stats look good for kind of a breakout. He he doesn't have any touchdowns. Uh, he's gotten some looks in the end zone, though, and I really do think he's going to end up being a top 15 receiver in fantasy this year. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know about top 15 or anything, but... He breakout wise, I think you're exactly right. No touchdowns thus far. It's it's inevitable. Almost the exact same thing that happened with Derrick Henry last week. Like I, I was avid on playing him in FanDuel. There's no way he was gonna go that after being so good in his career at this point. There's no way that he was gonna get another uh, no touchdown week. Like at some point, you gotta give right. your star uh, the ball. Period. Just to make just to make his ego. You know what I mean? Just make him feel good. Just make him feel like he's uh, part of the squad. Uh, so I think they're going to give the ball to DJ Moore a lot this week. And uh, he might he might mess around, do like one 136 and a two touchdowns. Calling it now. What do you think? DJ Moore bet top 15 for the season? Finishes top 15? No, no, I'm not betting that because he's going to finish at 15. Top 13. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet okay. top 13. All right, top 13 receiver. Who you got in this one, uh, Panthers three-and-a-half-point underdogs? I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. 
We're going to go Cardinals. I don't want to get stupid. Jaguars at Bengals. Bengals are a three-point favorite at home against the Jaguars. The Jaguars, Bengals. The Bengals are winning this one. I'm going to put it on the, the burner now. But but people are going to pick Jaguars, man. But the Bengals, T. Higgins for president. Remember that. Yeah, man. He's, uh, he's moving on up. Joe Burrow right now, he's the number 10 quarterback in fantasy. I didn't think he was like that already. But yeah, man. Top 10 QB in fantasy. So if you got him, throw him out there, man. They're going to be... Throwing a lot all season. Minshew, number 15, he had a terrible week, though. He's probably a lot higher than that coming into the week. Running backs, my dude, James Robinson. I am so glad I have him on every team, man. Number six running back so far in standard leagues. Number six. Like, I was hoping for, like, number, like, 36. I would have been so happy with that. But, man, number six, that's awesome. Both my running backs in my on my 16-team leaguer in this game, we got James Robinson and Joe Mixon. So I'm really hoping for a, a slobber knocker in this one. Receivers, I hope DJ Chark's back. I think he should be. He barely missed last game. A lot of, like, wide receiver three type guys in this game. Chark should be up there, possibly a starter if you got him. Keelan Cole right now. Number 24 receiver in standard. A little under nine points a game. So, you know, he's a decent flex option. Tyler Boyd's top 20. He has 29 points so far. He's just been going off this year. So you got to get him in your lineups. And T. Higgins last week, he had two touchdowns. So if you're a T. Higgins believer, which we kind of are here at the Hometown Sports Show, check your free agent wire and see if he's available. And if he is, pick him up, man. Tight ends in this game. Not really much to talk about. All right, uh, next game, Browns at Cowboys. Oh, yeah, the hometown team versus your hometown team, I guess. <laughs> now, yeah, right, yeah. I've been looking forward to this one since uh, the schedule came out. A lot of lot of fantasy options in this game. Obviously, you're playing Dak, top four QB right now. Uh, just going crazy last game he had 472 yards passing my man gotta go with him all three rbs in this game too man they're all top 12 running backs right now chubb's number four zeke's number five kareem's number 12 like you would be crazy if you couldn't find a place in your lineup for these dudes it's it's the receivers that get a little shaky (laughs) yeah and it's kind of it's kind of just on the browns you know like I don't have a problem playing any of these Cowboys, but it's it's really when you get to the Browns, like how you have the uh, Cowboys receivers rated the rest of the year. I got to go Cooper, and then I got to go. I want to go CeeDee Lamb, but who even knows with what was happening with that Wilson cat. But I think I'll go. I'll still go Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Gallup. But, man, actually, no. No, take that back. Gallup, Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, locking it in. Wow. Nice. You know, um, I hope that's not the case. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with what you had the first time. Cooper Lamb Gallup. Cooper just because he's been the established dude. Lamb because he's the next established dude. It it is crazy, man. You could ask 10 people and actually I don't think you could rank three people 10 different ways. (laughs) I think that's how the math works. I don't know for sure, but (laughs) tight ends. Cooper, I, I was looking it up. He's the number three tight end on the Cleveland Browns. He like he's behind Joku, who has only played week one, 
and he's behind Harrison Bryant. So, like, man, if you got Hooper, find yourself a tight end. Yeah, you. Yeah, and you might be able to trade him just based off what he did on the Falcons. But this is last week, so get him yeah, off. Yeah, get him off now. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny that we gave him more money than any tight end had ever received in the off season, and now he's. And it's also kind of funny that it's like, so is it like, is Njoku bad? I don't think Njoku's bad at this point. I think we just can't use tight ends. Yeah, I think think Njoku's a stud. I think we have three decent tight ends, and uh, we just have too many pass-receiving options for uh, as run-heavy as we are. Yeah, prior to the the team that we're facing this week, uh, probably the best uh, receiving core in the league. Yeah, for sure. Schultz should definitely be on your squad. They're using him a lot. So that's basically all I got from this game. Cowboys are four and a half point favorites. Who do you have in this game? Browns. Oh, good, man. I was thinking like, man, I'm about to probably do something I'm going to regret. But so did you. So yeah, give me the Browns too. Let's stop acting like the Cowboys can close. The only team that they closed against is the team that can't close the Atlanta Falcons. So, <laughs> the legendary choke artist. Non-closers. Historically Man. bad choke Zeke, artist. Zeke, Zeke, even though he's Ohio State Buckeye, loves Zeke. Man, he's dropped so many balls, fumbled so many balls. Maybe the Browns got figured out. But I'm probably going to look stupid week five. But Well, you know, I was looking stupid week one, so. It is what it is. Welcome to the bandwagon, EAK. Vikings at Texans. Two Texas games in a row. About time. Houston's three and a half point favorites. Deshaun Watson, I thought, he's only 17th right now. That's going up, though. He's he's never played like a consistent stretch where he's less than a top five or six quarterback. So if you got him, just hold on. And if you don't trade for Watson or Stafford right now, before this podcast comes out to the to the public. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't worry about Kirk Cousins. Dalvin Cook, number three running back right now. He's just on fire. And I a lot of people uh, let him drop in drafts. I got him like number seven one time and number eight one time. So I'm, I got him a couple places, and I'm super happy with that. David Johnson, he's a, an RB2 right now. I, I do think his usage is going to be back on the way up, though. Last two weeks, they had the Steelers and, or what was it? Steelers, Ravens, I think. Uh, the the Texans last two weeks, didn't they have the oh. the Steelers and the Ravens last two weeks? Steelers, Ravens. But did they? The Steelers. <laughs> oh, they, last two weeks, they had Ravens and the Steelers. That's what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Steelers and the Ravens. That's what you said. Yeah, but I said Steelers and the Ravens, not the Ravens and the Steelers. All right. Well, I, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you looked that up to confirm that you were right. Yeah, it, it just wasn't in my head, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, going backwards is Steelers Ravens, so that's why I think. Yeah. Or against worse defenses, he's gonna really get a lot more involved as the season goes on. I'm. He might be a little by low too. Really, I I think he's as long as he's not injured, he's gonna finish as a top fifteen dude. Receivers in this game. I, I, I'm really hesitant to play any receiver from the Texans. I just don't really know which way to go with it, you know? You would think Fuller and Cooks are, like, uh, battling for that number one spot, but out of nowhere, the number one is Randall Cobb right now. So 
I don't know what to do with that. Which I caught a little bit. I, I did. I did. I ain't you gonna be you mad. did talk about Cobb. I'll give you that. Yeah, you're in deeper leagues, Cobb, man. Give him a look, and here he is, number 32 receiver for the season so far. I would I would definitely play Fuller this week if you had all three. Um, Thielen, obviously, you're playing. Are you, you trying to get Justin Jefferson involved? He only had one good game, but he's a top 20 receiver because of that game. It was so good, so. Yeah, you just got to get him involved. I mean, Kirk Cousins, I think he kind of proved, like we were saying, that he can only work with a dual wide receiver threat because, I mean, he went negative two, and then whatever he went the uh, week after, uh, fantasy points-wise. But he also got that second receiver involved. So I think he's going to probably move forward and use multiple receivers over there like he was used to when he had Thielen and Diggs. And I think uh, Jefferson's probably going to fit into that uh, that slot. Yeah. Well, not the slot, but the, I don't even know where he plays. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to fit in there. Who you got this game? Vikings at Texans. Texans going to go ahead and grab one. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Because the Vikings, the Vikings defense is trash. Oh, you're going Vikings. Yeah, because the Texans defense is trash. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there. Dalvin Cook's going to have the first 200-yard rushing game of the season. Book it. <laughs> Book it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to call a lot Watson. I'm gonna let him know. Yeah. Well, you talking about IBM Watson, that trash trade robot on ESPN's fan? <laughs> oh, 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 Jesus! He's trying to get you to oh, trade Dalvin Cook for Irv Smith right now. <laughs> oh man, Atkins for Dak. I think that's the first one we uh we disagreed on. It seems like maybe there's one more. Yeah. All right, next game. I don't think we're gonna disagree on this one. Maybe, but uh, Seahawks at Dolphins. Seahawks. Oh yeah, Dolphins all day. <laughs> Dolphins six and a half point underdog. You're playing the Cook Russell Wilson, top QB through three weeks. Have you heard of any update from Chris Carson? Is he gonna be ready to go? Actually, I have not. I have not. I actually didn't even. We've been busy because we're out of town for work, so I didn't get in. But uh, I'm gonna go with no because I did read something about Homer earlier and. Uh, picking up homer yeah so i'm gonna go with no yeah Yeah. i haven't really seen anything so uh i guess he had an mri and all of his ligaments are intact so that that's good good. news it said something about two weeks or something yeah i would i don't think he's playing this week so yeah miles gaskin's gonna probably be the running back in miami jordan howard's probably gonna get like six rushes for three yards and a touchdown the receivers in this Hopefully game. Breed a, they all they can get breed of a, a damn chance, man. You're right. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, the best the best running back on the team, probably. Man, I really do think so. Receivers in this game, man, we were kind of taking a victory lap on DK Metcalf. He's the number three receiver in standard scoring so far this year. Like, oh, yeah, we said DK was going to be better than Tyler Lockett. But no, Tyler Lockett's the number two receiver in standard scoring. Out of nowhere, <laughs> off the top rope, Tyler Lockett. I guess that's what we get. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of badass. But that, though. Russell is cooking. Yeah, yeah, that just proves that Russell Wilson really out here letting it fly this year. And man, just to be able to have two two guys on your team that are just uh, balling like that is phenomenal. And honestly. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm not going to hate that uh, that Tyler Lockett's better. I'm not going to hate that DK is way higher than he, we even thought. 
I just want to see Russell cook. I'm on. Yeah. I'm on board. I want to. I love to see him keep doing this all season because it, it really is something, man. 14 touchdowns already through three weeks. Like, bro, that's a pretty high pay. That's over four a game, bro. You are really killing it. For the Dolphins pass catchers, Devontae Parker's, he's been solid all season. He had, hasn't really just come out and dominated, but he has been pretty solid. I've been happy with him on my squad. I didn't really want to draft him, but he just fell so far that I kind of had to draft him. And, you know, I've been happy with it so far. He's definitely playable. Probably wide receiver two, three, not or not even a two. Wide receiver three flex type guy. But, uh, you know, every time I've played him, I've been happy with the decision. So, And then uh, the most overrated tight end in the game, Mike Gesicki. Okay, okay, <laughs> chill out. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, top five, you know, 29 and a half points so far. I said Parker Still was a little over. Yeah, I've said Parker was doing good, but yeah, I mean, Gasicki's got seven more points than him, so get him out there. Who you? Yeah, no, no, definitely the number one uh, receiver over there in Miami. Period. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, the first they got some big targets over there, man. Parker's, I think, six three or six four. Preston Williams, I think, six four or six five. Gasicki's like six five. Oh, man, they need to trade for Trubisky. He could hit those guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who you got yeah. in this one? Uh, Dolphins are six and a half point underdogs. No, we're gonna. We gotta go with the. Uh, gonna let Russ cook. The Seahawks. Yeah, me too. Me too. Nick. Yeah, and and hey, and shout out. Let's can I give a shout out to uh, Fitzmagic? Hey, you really did kill last week. Yeah, good job. He's had two good decent job, games in a row, man. You know, good job, baby. If if he if he hadn't, but it's over. But it's over. If he, it's over. That's it. That's it. No moss. If he hadn't, <laughs> <laughs> uh, top fourteen quarterback so far. All right, next game: L.A. Chargers at the Bucks. The Bucks are seven and a half point favorites in this one. A lot of like lower tier RBs in this game. Eckler obviously has been a beast so far. You know, Man, he was a dog last year too, yeah. or last week. Too. A lot of people were a lot of people were unsure of him after that first game. Like, oh, only one target for Eckler, but here he is. I'm doing standard. Like I said, I'm doing standard scoring on all these. He's number ten in standard. Back to back to where he's supposed to be, and uh, for all the Kelly believers, it's over. Well, I'm a Kelly believer in he's kind of the thunder to Eckler's lightning. I don't think he's if, if there was any like oh he's he's the best running back in Los Angeles. I don't think that's the case, but I I think I think he has a role the rest of the year. I bet you he gets about ten touches a game, but Eckler's probably getting at least twenty and. Uh, He's the backup for as long as Eckler's healthy, and he'll probably be flex-worthy in uh, 12-team leagues type thing for a few games, but I think it's Eckler's backfield for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely going to be flex-worthy for all the people that didn't want to take running backs, and uh, they were out there feeding off the bottom. But but it's the Eckler show. Receivers, Keenan Allen, number 14 receiver in standard. Man, like I said earlier, tied for first in the whole league uh, through three weeks in targets. He's always been that target monster. A lot of people had him like super low this year. A lot, so there were some people with like him down wide receiver thirty and stuff like that. But man, now that Herbert's the QB, the last two weeks have just been awesome for him. Man, 
I feel like he's almost one of the biggest risers at uh, receiver since the season started. Him and the dudes from the Seahawks, obviously. <laughs> right. Do you see Chris Godwin's out? Chris Godwin's out with a hamstring injury this week. So he had the concussion, and then he came back and he played last week. And now he's got a, a mild hamstring pull, and he's out this week. And uh, based on their schedule, they got Thursday night game week five. So he potentially out that game too. So get him out of your yeah, lineups at least this week and uh, see what Get happens. him out of your lineups and trade for him. Get him out of your lineups and trade for him. Yeah, it's been a like, really slow start for him. He's number 45 overall. Man, so This is insane. Chris Godwin, man. With Chris Godwin out, Scotty Miller should get another uh, chance. Still not a huge fan, man. Still not a huge fan. I saw a lot of people go run out there and uh, pick up Scotty Miller. I wouldn't do it. You know damn well that Chris Godwin's going to come back eventually. You saw what his production has been with uh, Chris Godwin out. Not that great. Not worth to drop somebody else that has a little bit more potential on your team. I've actually seen some people drop Deontay Johnson in uh, a couple yeah, leagues. please don't which do is that. Insane, <laughs> which is insane because before they dropped him, he was the number two targets out there. So Yeah, just but, be smart about some things, man. Yeah, be smart, man. Chill. You're starting Evans, obviously, especially with Godwin out. Hunter, of, Hunter Henry. Of course. Oh. Two yards, two touchdowns, baby. Yeah, man. Awesome game. You said Mike Williams was out, so obviously Keenan Allen will get the targets, but I really think that makes Hunter Henry a pretty strong play this week. If you got him, you're starting him anyway, but uh, just good news. I said he was a strong play, so that's even better for you. Who you got in this one? Bucks by 7.5 at home. Bucks by 7.5 at home? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers on this one. Bucks by 7.5 is a little much, and they haven't exactly proven enough for me to uh, bet on them. So I'm gonna go Chargers, but I'll probably stay away from the game. But yeah, this it's enticing. Seven and it's a half enticing. is a lot, but I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I think I don't know. I just think they're gonna take it up a notch. I was talking about how Eric Ebron's kind of like a poor man's Jared Cook. Ebron on the season has 17.3 points. Jared Cook has 17.4 points. So he is. <laughs> he is, <laughs> he is poor a poor man's man. Jared Cook. <laughs> By a penny, but it don't matter. Uh, speaking of pennies, uh, New York Giants at L.A. Rams. We got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to do them like that, Danny Penny? It just came Back about, man. Action. That wasn't even planned. I try not to go over un- irrelevant people, but uh, Danny Penny's 28th rated quarterback through three weeks. He's also like that is with his fourth most rushing yards for quarterbacks. If he didn't have those 30 yards a week he's gotten, he'd be the worst. So, not great news for <laughs> That's all exactly where I thought he was going to be. Jared Goff, nine, the ninth quarterback, and he was going pretty late. This is kind of uh, the reason you don't want to – you don't have to go crazy at quarterback. Jared Goff, ninth overall, and he was he was a last-round guy. He was down there with Cam Newton at, in – the second to last last round every draft man you could have picked him up after the season started only dude i really would even want on my team from the giants is darius slayton i really don't want any of these running backs if i had a 12 team league if i was in a 12 team league and all three of them were available i'm i might pick up Devonte freeman but i really don't even know man it's you can't play them. Yeah. They're so far down on yeah. your bench. When would you even feel comfortable playing them? 
Freeman no, would have to have like away from... two games in a row with like two touchdowns, and then I might feel like even one. I'm not playing him the next week. <laughs> I got too many people. Yeah, you got to stay. You got to stay away from the whole, the whole, the whole backfield, the whole uh, offense. Really, even Ingram. Ingram, uh, like I was saying, he hasn't even been hurt yet, but he's been hurt by Danny Pennies. So yeah, right now, gotta stay away from that. Right now, Ingram's averaging it, three points a week. Yeah, the reason he isn't getting hurt is because he can't get the ball. <laughs> right, <laughs> you can't tackle yeah, somebody that can't. <laughs> everybody's up. Oh, nope, Ingram. There he is, just <laughs> out here running routes. <laughs> he might be getting healthier. Honestly, I'm gonna call it now. Ingram's who you need next year. After he's been running all these routes, getting all this football work in, this is a whole preseason. They didn't mean like preseason into 2021, but that's what Ingram's doing. It's kind of funny, man. This game is uh like the Giants. You're not starting anybody. But the Rams like probably start <laughs> could start golf. If you got Henderson, you're probably starting Henderson after his last two games. I love Henderson, honestly. Yeah. He's looking good. Yeah, I got him in a couple leagues. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I picked him up in our dynasty. He's on a, the dynasty squad. So Woods, though, number eight receiver. Cooper Cup, number 17. So you're definitely starting both of them. And Higby is the number three tight end. He's a little boomer bust, like I said. Yeah, week, man. I, yeah. <laughs> week one, he had 40 yards and no touchdowns. Week three, he had 40 yards and no touchdowns. But in between, he had three touchdowns week two. So you're going to have to run him out there. And hopefully uh, it's more three touchdown games than 40-yard games. Who you got in this one? It's uh, Rams by 13. Rams. <laughs> what would what would the number have to be for you to pick? 21. <laughs> 20, Rams by 20. <laughs> and Rams, a half. Easy. Uh, um, and a half. Yeah. 21 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give them three touchdowns. <laughs> uh i'm right there with you give me the rams that's a big number man 13 yeah that's college that's college numbers yeah well giants are a college team so uh next one buffalo bills at the las vegas raiders (laughs) this line almost (laughs) seems kind of crazy the raiders are a three-point underdog the raiders are a three-point underdog Bills all day stop playing with me doesn't it feel like they should be like at least Five. I know they're at home, but there's wasn't not be wasn't any the Rams games. last week three points? Yeah, the Rams are way better than the Raiders. Yeah, I I'm right. In there my with opinion, you. who knows? Who knows? But if you want to make some money this week, hometowns. I think this. You want to make this the hometown. The hometown stamp of approval. I don't know. You want to create? How? Oh yeah, let's make something. Hometown stamp of approval. Right now, I like. It. <laughs> that was a nice sound there effect, bro. Um, these QBs, though, hey, I will give Derek Carr his due. These quarterbacks, Allen and Carr, have combined for 16 touchdowns and one pick on the season. Uh, just Josh Allen is responsible <laughs> for 10 of those. So he's the number two QB. You're running him out there. The running backs in this game, Singletary. Singletary, had, uh, he's the number 32 back in standard leagues so far. And Josh Jacobs is the number seven. If Zach Moss is out, Singletary's definitely a start. The pass catcher is really all you have to worry about on the Raiders is Darren Waller. He had a down week last week, but we talked about it. He played the Patriots, and they love to take away the number one option. So he's going to be back to a must-start tight end. I, I think he'll finish as easily a top five tight end on the season. The Bills receivers, we got Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley. John Brown had a Definite bummer game last week with zero catches. Yeah, he's hurt. He's out this week. Oh, is John Brown out this week? 
Yeah, he's out this week. Well, then fire I it up for Cole Beasley, man. Fire it up for Diggs, man. Hey, Cole Beasley, though. Stop you know? Cole Beasley. No, Cole Beasley. I don't know if it's true because I never even looked it up, but I guess Cole Beasley used to rap. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Like, I don't know. I got to look it up. But, uh, yeah, I heard that from a couple of Texas people down here. What was his rap so name? I'm have Cole to... Beastly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Long hair don't care. I don't know. That'd be good, too. Yeah, though, like Eddie said, run digs out there. Uh, yeah, we both we both got the bills in this one. Not a whole heck of a lot to say other than that. Moving on, Eagles at Niners. I can't believe the Eagles are still playing. They they don't have any players left. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. Niners are a six and a half point favorite. Not playing either of these quarterbacks. You're probably playing all their running backs though. Sanders is a definite play. McKinnon and Wilson are definite plays. And I mean, Mostert's a definite play. No, whatever Niner running back you have, play him. I don't. They might sign somebody off. If Freeman would have gone here, I'd have played him. You know, right? It's like their their backfield's the opposite of the Patriots. Yeah, it's like the Patriots are like, yeah, whoever they got. I mean, uh, I don't want to play any of they're them. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah, don't play them, and they're gonna sign someone, and then people are gonna get excited, and then they don't play them either. Blah blah blah. The, the 49ers, the exact. Yeah, Niners. Exact. Like, oh, they signed Bishop Sankey? Run him out there. I'm in. <laughs> oh, Bishop Sankey signing? Yeah, man. Okay. Receivers in this game, I didn't even write any down for the Eagles. <laughs> it's really a, it's a sad uh, situation. The only one that I said was Whiteside, man. The only one I even, like, in, I know that that's, uh, it's a deep shot. Hey, but you know, check it deep out. shots are still shots, man. He was supposed to be solid last year. He never really got the opportunity. Now, actually being another year in, I mean, the opportunity's here, so at least give him a look. Like, deep, deep stash. Deep, deep stash. Deep, deep stash. Don't. How deep? Even the 16. How deep? Deep, deep, deep. Deep, deep, deep. Okay, deep, deep. Like, almost like beep, beep, but deep, deep. Ah, a deep, deep stash. With a D. Yes, sir. So, uh. Yeah, just keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. Put him on your watch list or something and uh, go from there. He's not a shallow stash. Not a shallow? Not. Shallow, shallow. He's, he's a deep, deep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, uh, Brandon Ayuk had a good game last week. So he, if he's on uh, the free agent wire, pick him up. He, he might even be a little flex at action this week also Debo Samuel I wanted to give everybody a heads up he's eligible to come off the IR this week so you know people might have forgotten about him in your league he uh, actually got picked up this weekend in my 10 team league and I'm jealous that I didn't do it he might not even play this week but who is that by Rose uh no Dean picked him up I'm pretty sure so the doomsday machine it is what it is but I I, hey Austin Brigley get me back in that league man stop playing you know, how could you say no to that? Yeah, check out Debo. See if he's available in your league. Tight ends in this game. George Kittle's practicing this week, so he's going to be back. Jordan Reed sprained his MCL, and he's going to be out six to eight weeks. <laughs> now that's the Jordan Reed that it's I so thought. sad. Poor guy. <laughs> that's the Jordan Reed that I thought was Jordan Reed. Like, he, he was out here scoring touchdowns and shit. I'm like, what? What's going on? Hurt? Back. Okay. Yep. There we go. That's what. That's why we didn't. Get Dallas it. Goddard fractured his ankle, so he's on IR. He's, so he's out at least the next three. He's gonna be about five years. Five. Yeah, it's 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 basically Zach Ertz, and that's it for the uh, pass catchers. 
Um, I did see something they either... Do they have any pass throwers over there? <laughs> Not really even then. <laughs> no. I heard All right, so don't I heard they signed uh or traded for Hakeem Butler. Really? Yeah, so uh he's a name to watch out for. I think they're supposed to be playing him at tight end and you know how the Eagles like their tight ends, so They're going to play Hakeem Butler at tight end? Uh, that's what I heard. I'm picking up Hakeem Butler right now. I'm a huge Hakeem Butler fan. Huge Hakeem Butler fan. I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. I'll send you guys. Check out the Facebook. I'm going to post it right now. Uh, give me a second. Uh, continue, though, yeah. Mike. I'm so, uh, especially right in deeper leagues, go ahead. and if, if you got the bench space, pick up Hakeem Butler and see what happens. He might, might surprise you, and maybe he'll be worth something in a couple weeks. Huge Hakeem Butler fan, man. I thought he should have done... He should have been the man over in Arizona. Yeah. Though, I'm not a huge uh, Wentz fan or anything about the Eagles, but maybe it's just, is it just a Butler thing? Because I loved Bryce Butler. Too. Yeah, you did. Who you got in this one, the Niners or the Eagles? Niners, six and a half point favorite. Well, I'm still going to go Niners, even though I'm picking up Butler yeah, right yeah, now, a free too. agent. All right, next one. I thought. Oh, they only have him as a wide receiver on here. Uh, well, next game, Ravens at the Washington football team. I thought that 13-point line was big, but the football team is 13-and-a-half-point underdogs in this one. And the Ravens are mad coming off their loss last week. You're playing Lamar, of course. Haskins had a bad game last week. I felt bad for him. I don't really want to play any of the Ravens running backs at this point. They're definitely worth owning, but I think the biggest must-play running back in this game is Gibson. I don't really want to play any of the Ravens receivers either. Marquise Brown really hasn't had a good season so far. But you're playing Terry McLaurin. He's the number 13 receiver in standard scoring so far. You are playing Mark Andrews, though. Two touchdowns week one. The Ravens offense has just been pretty out of sync the last two weeks. Combined, he's only had 51 yards so far. Must play tight end one just because there aren't many tight ends in the league with his potential. So better weeks ahead. The offense is going to come around. So is he. And Logan Thomas, man, he's fourth at the position in targets. He's got eight targets per week, fourth in targets, 22nd overall in uh, fantasy points. So there's kind of my man right there. Yeah, that's a disparity. You know, I think that's I think the targets are going to stay pretty high and that 22nd ranking is going to keep moving on up. He's definitely I'd definitely rather own him than like Evan Ingram, Gronk, Austin Hooper, Chris Herndon, those guys right now. And they were all drafted way ahead of him. So, who you got in this one? Uh, Ravens or the football team? I'm going to take the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a big line, but yeah, give me the Ravens. All right, two more left. We got the Patriots at the Chiefs. Chiefs are seven-point favorites. These guys are both top seven fantasy quarterbacks, Newton and Mahomes. Starting them both. I don't really want to start any of the uh, Patriots running backs. I know Burke had had an awesome week, so... If you're going to start one, yeah, start I'm him. Good. If you have to start Sony, you can start him too. Start Sony, man. Don't do not do Burkhead. I'm telling you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bite you in the ass. I mean, don't start either of them. But if you're going to start, if for some reason you have Sony and Burkhead, first off, you don't have a chance at the playoffs. Second <laughs> off, start Sony. Yeah. Um, Damian Harris is eligible to come off the IR this week. So, you know, if he's available, maybe that, that could be a lottery ticket for you. There was a lot of hype on Harris in the preseason so or I guess there wasn't a preseason <laughs> so um Clyde Edwards is a must play Edelman and Tyreek running both of them out there Nikhil Harry McCole Hardman are kind of uh the secondary flex options if you want to 
Travis Kelsey, you're definitely starting him. Number two tight end in standard leagues. Who you got? Kansas City uh, are seven point favorites. I'm gonna go with the yeah. I'm gonna go with the Patriots here. I'm definitely taking Kansas City. Yeah, but that, I get that it. whole I Bill Belichick it. stuff. I think I don't think I would pick the Chiefs to. Mike's win. buying in. You're buying in. Uh, you know how many Super Bowl rings does it take to buy in? I'm bought in. One last game. <laughs> okay, you got me there, I guess. <laughs> you got me. All right, last game. Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay Packers. Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Matt Ryan, eighth rated QB so far. Aaron Rodgers is number six. You're starting both of these guys. Indeed. Todd Gurley's number 22 back in standard league so far. But Brian Hill had nine carries for 58 and a touchdown last week. And he played a season high... 34% of the snaps. Week one, he played 2% more of the snaps than Edo Smith. Week two, he played 5% more than Edo Smith. Week three, he played 25% more. So he's got that backup job on lock. And he's closing in on Todd Gurley at this point. So I think I'd probably rather have Brian Hill than like Alexander Madison and Chase Edmonds at this point. He's a lot less known, but man, I feel like the running back ahead of him the talent disparity is a lot closer between him and Gurley at this point. Gurley's uh, a lot more injury prone. And, uh, you know, Brian Hill's just younger. Drake and Dalvin Cook are both kind of young in their own right. And Todd Gurley's just getting up there. If Brian Hill's available, send it. Yeah, Brian Hill's man. Aaron Jones, number... He looks like the man. Yeah, he really does. Nine for 58. That's a pretty good little average right there, man. What's that? Almost, uh, what, six point or over six uh, carry? Yeah, it's like 6'2", no? Yeah. 6'2". Aaron Jones, number two, two back six in... Uh, yes, exactly. Exactly. Over six? Something like that. 6'1", 6'2", 6'. Aaron Jones is the number... Six foot, seven foot. <laughs> number two back in standard leagues. You're playing him. Calvin Ridley's the number one receiver in standard scoring this season. Tied for third in the league with 35 targets, and he's leading the league in touchdowns. And second yards, man. He's just killing it in every category. Julio, I don't know if he's back. Check the news. He should be back pretty soon, I would assume. Gage, I don't know what the news is with him either, so check the news. Uh, yeah, him. it's a concussion. He'll be. I'm sure that he'll be all right. Concussions usually don't uh, last that long, but... Uh, if he is available, man, play him. Yeah. Play him. I love Gage. He's on fire, man. And we were – he's up there with, like, the T. Higgins and the, uh, them guys. I love him. Yeah. I love him. Devontae, if he's healthy, you got to play him. He's a beast. And Alan Lazard right now is the number seven receiver in standard scoring after last week. So you're playing him too, man. Just a lot of must plays in this one. Hayden Hurst, number nine tight end right now. You're starting him too, man. Start everybody. All right, what's the uh, line? Packers seven and a half. I got to go Packers at Lambeau Field. The Falcons are just a train wreck. Yeah, the Falcons are probably going to win just because. And just because that's how life works. But yeah, Packers all day. Yeah. All right, and that is our last game of week four. Appreciate you listening. Uh, This was a fun one to do. We got it done, though. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of a lot of issues, technical issues, because I'm out of yeah, town. Yeah, bad bad Wi-Fi and stuff like that, but we got through it. So go ahead, check us out on Twitter at Show Hometown. What's your Twitter, Eddie? Mine is EAK Sports underscore. Um, check the website hometownsportshow.com and check the news tab on that website though, because I post some good information in there. So. And, and real quick before I left, I told you I was going to leave you guys with a gem. These are your stashes for the week. 
Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins for president. You heard it here first on Hometown Sports Show. Y'all take it easy. Deuces. See you later.